0: hello everyone hi guys i'm kayla and i'm Kristen, and this is black true crime Period. if this is your first time here at the show welcome and hello friend what's popping fool just Kristen, kidding please <laughs> okay well today we're just gonna get right into this week's case honestly i'm super excited i don't even know why i'm smiling so much it's a horrible case, but I don't know. I had so much fun making fun of this man while I was writing it. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Me too. Cue me in on when I need to put on my glasses because I can't see. All right. Well, that gives that gives Kristen. But before we start, we're going on tour. This is, you yeah. guys, uh, we're going on tour. We've been saying it for like the past five months, it feels like. It Have you gotten your like ticket? That. If you've gotten your ticket, scream. And <laughs> if you haven't, what the fuck? Are you doing just kidding? There's not much time left to get your tickets, you guys. Visit crime.com The CPT code is still active right now, actually. So you get 20% off. Hurry up and get that because it ends on the 27th, which is this Friday. So yeah. You know, Y'all, know 20% off? That's percent. a good discount. Yeah, it's a grip, especially for the VIP ticket. It's like at least like $20 off. So like mm-hmm. get your tickets, get your tickets. Alrighty, sister. Are you ready? I'm ready, let's get into it. Welcome to Sweetie Pies, a TV show that showcased a black-owned soul food franchise owned and operated by Robbie Montgomery and her family. It was on air for nine seasons and even won an award. But instead of being remembered as trailblazers, a heartless murder has tainted this family's name in an unforgettable way. So join us as we discuss Tim Norman, the greedy SOB that did the unthinkable to his own blood. Oh, Tim. And thank you to all the listeners that requested this case. It's one of those highly requested cases. So I was like, yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into it. I've never heard of Sweetie Pies before. Oh, my gosh. I think mom used to watch the show. Mm -hmm. I remember, like, walking in on her watching it one time, but I never, like, watched it. Okay, so James Timothy Norman was born on July 13th, 1979 in St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, okay. It is our hometown. Sister, what do you have for us in regards to Black history whenever you chose? Hey y'all, it's me, Pooh. And I'm coming through with a Black history segment. Today, we are not just talking about Black folks, we are talking about the motherland of Black folks, which is Africa. Specifically, a king of a little province called Oya, Nigeria. Ooh. This king's name or title is Oba Adeyemi III. I like that. And me too. I really love it. Now, Oba Adeyemi III was the king of Oyo, Nigeria, a.k.a. the emperor of Oyo. They called him the Alifan of Oyo. Oh. And I don't know if I'm saying that right, so. (laughs) Oyo Adeyemi became a king at 31 years old, and he ruled until his death in Mm. 2022. So I didn't know that provinces in Nigeria still have kings, that traditional, like, hierarchy, yeah. But it's given, especially since that king happens to be a black man like his black folks. Whether y'all liked him or not, mm-hmm. I respect that. We do, because you're not going to hear of a black king over and he- over. You, I mean, we call each other black kings and queens, but <laughs> you know. it's not really what we get to be t- called for real, no. you know, or as a title. So that's cool. Shout yes. out to Oba. Shout out to Oba Adeyemi. Oba, I think, means king. Oh, okay. So he was actually married to 13 women, Mm. Uh and he played a vital role in the unification of Islam in Nigeria. So Oba Adeyemi III, king of Oyo, Nigeria. If anybody has any more information about him, feel free to put it in our comments. We love stuff like this. Absolutely. That was dope. Thank (laughs) you, sister, for that little trip down history lane. Mm -hmm. Okay, back to the case. So I didn't find too much about Tim's childhood in my research, but I was able to find that he had at least one brother that he grew up with and his father was shot and killed while his mother was only two months pregnant with him. Oh, that's harsh. That's tough. Yeah. So tragedy really early. I also found that he started breaking the law very early in life. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But before we get to that part, let's talk about where James Timothy came from. So You may be familiar with this case or this man because of a popular TV show that was on the OWN network uh, for nine whole seasons, which was Welcome to Sweetie Pies. So the show basically focused on a popular St. Louis area restaurant called Sweetie Pies that was founded in 1996 by Tim's mother, Robbie Montgomery. Okay, this is given already. Wait a minute. Let me get my glasses. So fun fact about her, she used to be a singer that sung background for famous names like Ike and Tina back in the day. Oh, multifaceted woman. Yes. And you know Ike and Tina were from St. Louis, so. Yeah. Robbie was able to grow her restaurant brand into a franchise and had multiple locations around St. Louis and even further. So I saw that she had like a location in Alabama and other places. That's what's up. I love this. <laughs> In 2011, the OWN network, which was famously named after Oprah Winfrey, got wind of the family-run franchise and decided to highlight the day-to-day of the family in the show. And this is—if you're on Patreon, you see this is a picture of the family with Oprah herself. Look at Oprah. I know. Ooh, she get on my nerves? She's so messy. Cause we but shout Oprah out, over here. <laughs> shout out to um, Sweetie Pies. Oprah is just too much, girl. Yeah, she does a lot. You saw that video with her and. <laughs> And how she looked at her? Yeah, Shirley Rhys. Shirley Rhys <laughs> was like, "Girl, don't be fake over here. You don't. You didn't fuck with me before this. Like, please get Getting out of here!" With talk like camera. Screaming in my face, and I'm looking mm-hmm. at you like. Me and Terrell talk about that. that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, I personally never watched um, the show, but I wish I kind of did now that I see. What happened, and I feel like I could have kind of maybe gotten a vibe off of Tim to see if he gave sociopathic narcissist. Hey, which one is Tim? Oh here's Tim. and the pointy haired um, one looking like Malcolm X. Kristen, don't insult Malcolm, but yes. And then that's Mama Robbie, and then that's Andre, which is his nephew. Wow. Mm-hmm. I could have told by his haircut he was, it's giving me the Robinsons. I don't know why. And not in a good way. Not in was a good bomb. So it seems like a lot of people are watching the show because it went on for nine seasons and it even won the NAACP Image Award for a docuseries. Pretty impressive. Very much so. Mm-hmm. So if you didn't watch the show like me, it regularly featured Miss Robbie, the owner that we already saw, Tim, who was her son and managed multiple locations of the franchise, and her grandson named Andre. So I already showed you guys that, but that's the little crew. Andre's father, who was Tim's brother, was killed in 1990. I saw it was 1995 or 1996, one of those. But either way, it was when Andre was very, very young. So Tim stepped into the father role for Andre, and the two were really close. So what happened to Tim's daddy happened Mm -hmm. to Tim's brother. Yeah, yeah. Wow, generational bondage. Absolutely. St. Louis is no joke. Mm -mm. So Tim did go on to have a son of his own with a woman named Janae. But the couple never married. Tim was later romantically connected to holotosis breath Jennifer Williams from basketball-wise. I didn't have to say that. I didn't have to say Damn. that. I didn't have to say that. So I'm going to take that back. I just remember how they kept making fun of how her breath smelled. Kayla, people came for Jennifer so hard for so long. I know. I'm not even going to be one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> Uncalled for, Kayla. Not that we like her, but thank no, Kayla. I mean, you know, I didn't have to do that. So. Yeah, right. You sound like you had a beef. I'm about to say, check myself at the doe. He was also rumored to have dated real housewives of Atlanta star Phaedra Parks. These are all, like, known evil women. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. And at the very least, very crazy, very yeah. messy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's giving, he was attracted to, like, certain types of energy. nut nuts. But, like, when I look at him, I don't know. I just see him, and I just immediately think his body is like a soft, supple woman. He just, he gives. (laughs) It's giving big mama body. Yes. It's giving come over, baby. I got a plate for you ready. That's what it's giving. No, it's giving thick thighs save lives. (laughs) It's giving fupa. Okay, I'm done. No, it's giving muffin top. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> now we love a man with a muffin top, so don't. No, we don't. But we love a big man. Okay, I'm so like, we're not he's... coming for big men. No, no. He's just shaped like the pickles here. The guy was from the pickles and the SpongeBob. Okay, let's. He's shaped like the yellow squash from VeggieTales. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, so. That's rude. My... Yeah. We're doing a lot. We're not In my opinion, I just, we don't like him. So, like, we can make fun of him. He sucks bad. Mm -hmm. And he got too lucky in life, in my opinion. So, with his position within the family business, he was, like, you know, in a really good spot. He was even Mama Robbie's kind of business partner at one point. And this is all for a guy that has spent 10 years in the Missouri State Penitentiary for an armed robbery. Oh, Tim, you got a rap sheet. Oh, yeah. At 17 years old, so he was still in high school, he and another teenager robbed multiple fast food restaurants and auto parts stores. Okay. So while Mama was building this dynasty, this empire, mm-hmm. Tim's locked up. He mm-hmm. comes out and he gets to share in on the bounty that Mama made. But yeah, he came right out, was able to like start making a living, and like I said, he got really lucky. So he admitted at the time he was dealing drugs and just living that like street life, okay. at, you know, at 17 years old. So he was already clearly money hungry and willing to inflict violence to get it. Mm-hmm. And this is an aspect of Tim Norman's persona that would unfortunately only escalate into the ultimate act of violence. And you already know what that is because you're listening to this show. Uh Oh, but before we get to the horrific crime he is responsible for. A little more about Tim. He was an aspiring rapper, y'all. <laughs> our favorite type of person. Man, it was. We just got music running up and down our veins because I promise you, everybody thinks that they can be some type of artist. Oh yeah, me right now, Kristen. I could get in the boot. Put me in a boot. Can you put me in a booth. See. Give oh, me two and good. a half weeks and don't let me come out. I'll write something. <laughs> yes. And it'll be fire. And don't let me have a blunt. Bitch. Okay. Ooh. So Ooh. Uh, Tim went by the name Time. Good Lord. And even had a song featuring the Migos called Loud. Really? Yes. I listened to it, sister. Was it given? Kristen? I'm going to play a clip right now. And you tell me. Put your glasses on, Hull. <laughs> um, I'm one for the honeys who cush for them hoes, and the ones is for them bitches licking honey off the hoes. First of all, I send a shot. who him will sue me. You set up for a snack, and now your bitches scooby do me. Goofy, Sending like seven, Freaking like a reverend. Fucking in and said all dogs go to heaven. Why you niggas fall in love and then go loco? Your baby mama's her, uh, and your baddest bitch is so so. No old joke. No, if your girl is faithful, I will turn her if ike was such a pimp then how he lose his major earner don't burn her and yeah you look at frumble girl i'm trying to check your critic bitch don't ask me about my cash and i don't never fuck with that bitch I- 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 it's um, Kristen. christina was giving something bitch i was like, giving who-, who ghost wrote for him because i wasn't mad at that verse whoever ghost wrote For him, or if he wrote it himself, that killed it. And I like the little beat to it, the little vibe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So-so. That was given. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Tim, time. Timmy. We we give credit where credit is due, and we fucked with that little verse. That was nice. That was nice. Okay, so enough of that. The same year he was he released this song with Amigos, which was 2016, is the same year that his mother Mama Robbie filed a lawsuit against him, alleging trademark infringement. Uh-oh. So, yeah, apparently Tim used the Sweetie Pie's name to open his own restaurant, which is blatantly stealing, especially like if the owner didn't sign off on it. So, how are you gonna do that? You get he was money hungry, Kristen. I heard even within the show they used to have arguments about you know expanding the the brand and opening up more locations because she just he was too ambitious and wasn't really aware of all of the business things that went into it mm-hmm. and it like caused them to you know clash so well honestly if i was his mama i would be like you need to stay in your place like yeah i built this when you were in prison prison so you don't come out telling me what to do with my business yeah, and I'm sure that's what she was saying. And I'm glad she sued his ass because don't play with me. Mm-hmm. Period. And with the lawsuit, I'm sure Tim was sweating bullets and knew if he lost, he essentially like would have no money. But it seems like Tim had been putting a plan B into place just in case his money started acting funny. Mm-hmm. So remember the nephew, Andre, we talked about already. So Tim had taken out a life insurance policy on him. He took out actually a few of them, Kristen, and it totaled $450,000. On the baby? Yes. I think he was 18 that year. Turning 18. Mm. I don't know. So did Andre know that he took out this life insurance on him? Life turning policy. 20. I think it was turning 20. I can't do the math. Well, we'll get to it. Mm-hmm. Um, No, Andre did not know. So speaking of the victim, spoiler alert, Andre Lewan Montgomery Jr. was born on October 14th, 1994 to his father, Andre Sr., and his mother, Michelle, in San Diego, California. Oh, my goodness. Adorbs. Adorbs. Andre, he just looks as sweet as a sweetie pie. Yeah. He was very sweet. Andre had three sisters and two brothers and was said to be pretty family-oriented. He was featured on the Sweetie Pie show uh, multiple times. Actually, a lot. I saw some clips of him. He was in there a lot. His high school graduation was on the show. And people close to him said he felt really blessed to be a part of the family business and the legacy. I'm pissed. Pissed already. As you should be, Kristen. Oh, my God. Right. Right. So Andre was a part of the family, you know, business, but he still had his own dreams. At the time of his death, he was working on his rap career and was spending time in studios creating music and like trying to hone his craft because he was known for his love of music and always humming a tune, making up a beat and, you know, just a really happy young guy. You go, baby boy. We love him. And this makes it even more tragic because it was literally one of the closest people to him. Like they were extremely close. I mean, Tim could basically be his father figure, so I'm sure he had some love for Andre, and I know Andre had love for him. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And it just turned really sour because of this evil, greedy little Dummy crusty crab slash gummy worm mixture. Mr. Of crab S man. Ass man. Christen- Absolutely. Give me Mr. Crab without his shell. <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> so, okay, bad part. On Monday, March 16th, 2016, at around 8 p.m., Andre was on the 3900 block of Natural Bridge in North St. Louis, spending time at a recording studio when he received a phone call. He stepped out of the home studio to take the call, and when he was outside, he was shot twice in his abdomen. Just clearly targeted. Completely premeditated. Mm -hmm. Andre didn't even have a chance to make it to the hospital and was pronounced dead on the scene. Wow, Kayla. This is a whole setup. Absolutely. His family was understandably shocked and devastated at the sudden loss of this I think he was like 20. He was only 20 years old. And the family, you know, tried to band together and just come closer to support each other through the loss. And Andre also had a five-year-old son at the time. So that just just adds to the heartbreak of it all. Dang, Andre, your baby face fooled me. <laughs> uh, you know how people like to get down. Mm-hmm. Wow, well, so he Andre. was done in by his own greedy uncle. Yes. And the most annoying part for me, I think, is like his uncle didn't even have the goal to, in a, like, for lack of a better term, take him out himself. And we're going to get to the whole plot that was put together. So Andre's funeral was held on Saturday, March 26th, 2016. So remember that song that Tim did with Amigos that we talked mm-hmm. about earlier? Mm-hmm. So his fluffy ass, Kristen, released a video on his YouTube channel On March 31st, not even two weeks after his nephew's murder and only a few days after his funeral. Like you. It take a special type of... It don't. It don't take a special type of person to do something like that. All you got to do is be greedy enough to want the type of life that you want and you'll be willing to do anything to get it. Low down, disgusting. Just your own family though? Your own family for some money. Ugh. Sick. So I just think, like, some poetic injustice that happened is Andre's dad was stabbed to death in L.A. in, I think it was 1995 or 1996. And then literally almost exactly 20 years later, his son is killed, you know, in a, just this equally gruesome way. It's just horrible. And then just, Andre's dad's dad was murdered and shot in the back of the head. Generational Sick. bondage. But this time... Their own family member did it Mm -hmm. to their own family member. Mm -hmm. And the crazy part is, Kristen, Andre died on the same street that his grandfather, which is Tim and his dad's dad, died on, Kristen, just like two blocks up. So I've already spoiled the fact that, yes, Tim Norman played a huge role in the death of his nephew. But police wouldn't officially know this until about four years after the murder. I don't know what took so long. Mm -hmm. So at this point, did they already put the other guy who actually shot him on trial? No way. No way. No. All that happens in 2020. Okay. And they learned that Tim had not one, not two, but three accomplices that helped him do it. And I'm not surprised at the two, but the third one really took me for a loop. And we're going to get to it. Okay. Foreshadow makes me angry. Kristen, it's, it's going to come. I'm not telling you something that you have to wait too long for. So okay. hang in there. So investigators learned that just one day before Andre's death, Tim and a stripper hoe named... Oh, excuse <gasps> me. Sorry. An exotic dancer named Tarika Ellis bought two disposable phones and were only communicating on those phones for, like, that time period. It was just for that day. For Why those, did like, I just days. get a feeling that Tarika was Andre's baby mama? Oh, no. Ooh. No, I would have found that. She has a baby face, too. What is she doing caught up in this? Girl, the money money talks to broke people. Ugh. Tarika, however, used her burner phone to contact Andre as well. I don't know how she knew Andre. I don't know how he felt so comfortable with her. But it did seem that she was more involved or closer to tim and tarika's job was to basically find out where andre would be and communicate that information to tim so she was setting him up woman thou art so a sick snake. woman i'm so, so sick of women that do that you're just as disgusting as the men that you work with to set this person up right like what what was tim promising you tarika we're gonna get to it Cell phone records show that Tarika was in the vicinity of the murder at the time of the murder and was apparently also taxed with luring him outside when the time came. So she, I guess, was texting him to figure out where he was and then she called him and that's when he went outside. And that's what he did. And when he went outside, he was shot, you know, lost his life. And after the shooting, Tarika called Tim again. And I'm assuming she let him know that, you know, it was done. And then she fled toward Memphis. Wow. Classic criminal. She looks like a baby to be wrapped up in some mess. Yeah. Never judge a book, Kristen. Never judge a book. You can't because you'll always be dead wrong. Almost always. Absolutely. Police also learned that within days of the murder, Tarika started depositing over $9,000 in cash into different like her different bank accounts. Mm -hmm. Sketchy beach. Mm hmm. But we know Tareka wasn't the shooter, which is where accomplice number two comes in. The shooter, Travel Hill, who was in his late 20s at the time of the murder, was paid $5,000 for his part in the crime. $5,000 to shoot and kill a man. I can't even pay for your bail. Right. That's only two things of rent. That ain't nothing. nothing. Cardo. <laughs> and a car note. And some please. groceries. A few. Using EBT. You have to. This is sick. Mm -hmm. Something that was super suspicious that happened literally two days after Andre died is the fact that Tim called the life insurance company. Well, I guess it was, I don't know if he used multiple, but he called them and was trying to get paid out for those policies, which, by the way, he got illegally and used false information to even get it put on homeboy's name. Good. Because I was going to say, like, is that even a thing where you can get a life policy, life insurance policy out on someone without their knowledge? No, you can't do that. Because when dad put one on us, I just happened to be at the house and he was like, oh, yeah, like I took a life insurance out on you. I'm like, excuse me. And at that time, we were already like 20 and 19. So I don't know if he officially was able to do that without our consent. But with us being his kids, maybe. I don't know. Maybe because I didn't know to this day. (laughs) You learn something new every day. It doesn't surprise me that Tim was doing this because he was broke as hell. He gives broke, no shade, moocher. So it doesn't surprise me. And then he contacted the company five more times over the next couple months. But thankfully, they I think they could smell his ass and they just didn't give him the money. Good. Like $450,000, Kristen. That's crazy. And a 20-year-old is killed. And you didn't even get the money, you chump. Shot dead in the street for What? You're you nephew you was shot there, Right. Unbelievable. So James Timothy wouldn't be arrested until August 18th, 2020. But in the meantime, Tim had another run in with the law. This man is so trash, Kristen. He's just, I don't understand what his issue is. What happened? Ooh. In 2019, Tim was arrested on an unrelated charge of assault after a Sweetie Pie's employee accused him of punching him in the face when the employee tried to talk to him about a paycheck issue. So when it comes to money, Tim has no chill. I know he probably wasn't paying the people how he's supposed to and got confronted and punched the man. Just corny. Over yeah. there looking like a, a the Jolly Green Giant. Mm-hmm. A blob of Play-Doh. A pillberry dough man. Absolutely. Michelin man. Oh. On the day of Tim's arrest for Andre's murder, about seven agents and law enforcement officers were at his door ready to take his ass in. And according to court records, they knocked on the door, told Tim to come out, which he did. He had his hands up. They handcuffed him and then police searched his body, you know, to make sure he didn't have any weapons on him or anything. And mm-hmm. they found his iPhone in his pocket. Mm-hmm. You know, so naturally they took it. And when they took him back to because he's in Jackson, Mississippi, right now, this is where he was arrested. And they took him back to a Jackson, Mississippi, field office and had him sign a property like affidavit sheet saying, hey, we have your iPhone and your iPhone case. And he signed it. Okay. The officers claim that no one ever entered the house, nor did they remove anything from the house. And this will be really important later when it comes to his defense. It wasn't until September 2nd, 2020, that authorities got a warrant to even search Tim's cell phone. So they had it in custody, but couldn't legally search it until they had a warrant. Well, while Tim was in jail, Tim seems like a pillow talker, let's be honest. So he was calling people, you know. <laughs> She's in a pillow talker. He does. He looks like a body pillow. A pillow. Okay, we're just going <laughs> to stop. We're going to stop body shaming him. There's nothing wrong with his body, we just don't like him, so we're making fun of him. Right, he looks soft. Absolutely, he looks like the blob they put in the lake when you want. Okay, never mind. No. <laughs> <laughs> we're yellow and blue blob. Yes. yes, when you go to camp. Um, so he's on the phone talking to multiple people, having conversations, and he had two conversations with two different people on August twenty fourth, and the first one went like this. <clears throat> I'm sitting at the breakfast table eating McDonald's, man. They bang on the door. I open it. It's seven. It's seven motherfuckers with machine guns right in my face, bro. They take me in, man. I ain't got nothing but my gym shorts, my fucking phone, and my tank top on. So Your that was the first top. call. Kristen, let me see him in a tank top and watch me lose my lunch. Okay. The fact that he said tank top makes me want to lose my lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, call it a T. You know what it is. even if it is a tank top don't tell nobody that it (laughs) was so in the next call the same day this time he was talking to a female he said i'm sitting at the breakfast table the guys are banging on the door it's like 7 30 8 a.m they yell tim norman i go open the door it's like it's like seven eight fucking uh army motherfuckers with machine guns pointed at me I mean, I ain't have I ain't have enough time to turn my phone on and live or record nothing like that. It's just hand you know, hands up and they just took me. I had on my my shorts and my fucking tank top and my phone and my flip flops. Okay, at least he he is very like this is what happened and he's telling stories <laughs> consistent. Right, the story is consistent <laughs> for the most part. Yes. <laughs> so he clearly admits multiple times on a recorded line that he indeed had his cell phone on his person when he was arrested. Now, we've talked about two of the accomplices already. Travel Hill, who was 31 in 2022, and he was charged and arrested with for several charges. So murder for hire, conspiracy to commit murder for hire, and he ended up pleading guilty. Oh, there you go. One yes. falls, they all tumble after him. And he didn't even want to take a trial of that for him. It was in June of twenty so, twenty two. So saving tax dollars. Period. When you get somebody that's willing to do a murder for five K, best believe when it comes <laughs> down to it, he's gonna give up. He's gonna put yeah. his hands up. Because it ha- didn't he doesn't have too much resolve here. He don't have too much money to be fighting this case for real, for real. And a public defender was just gonna You know, he was probably going to end up with 30, 40 something type of years. I don't know what his sentence was when he pleaded guilty, Mm -hmm. um, but we're kind of going to talk about that in a little bit. Okay. So Travell ended up admitting that he knew the homegirl, Tarika, and that's who got him connected with Tim because Tim was looking for someone to kill Andre. Tarika was like, oh, I know a guy. So the two men met up and that's when Tim told Travell to just expect a call from Tarika and she would tell him the location. Mm. Travell got the call from Torico, pulled up, and shot poor Andre with a thirty-eight caliber handgun. So no remorse, just oh, five grand that won't get me down the street. Cool, I'll do it. Take a life. Wow, it must really be hard. It must have been really hard out there in these streets. I'm like, people kill people for a couple cigarettes, so it doesn't surprise me, but it does disgust me. Hmm. So, afterward, he got rid of the phone that he was using and the gun, and then he got paid the 5000 In July of 2022, 38 year old Tarika Ellis pleaded guilty to murder for higher conspiracy charges, even though she claimed she didn't know that Tim wanted to kill Andre. She just thought that Tim wanted to find him and talk to him about something we're gonna get to in a little bit. Girl, you a lie. Yeah. Nobody hires somebody to find someone unless it's like an official type of thing you know he's not gonna hire an exotic dancer to find his cousin i mean his nephew period so the third accomplice who is 44 year old yl yagnam also pleaded guilty to his charges and he was charged with wire and mail fraud conspiracy so this is the guy that we hadn't talked about yet right who is he He was actually a regular at one of the Sweetie Pies locations. And that's how he knew Tim. Which means that Tim was talking about things at Sweetie Pies with people that were going there. Mm -hmm. Tim was planning. Tim was trying to find somebody that he felt like could help him and was just as corrupt. Because I'm like, if he's working at the Sweetie Pies locations and we know Andre was working at some of the locations... This man could have possibly known Andre. You know what I'm saying? It's just everyone involved is so heartless and just repulsive. It seriously pisses me off. So what in the world was this man's role and what happened to Andre? Great question. Whatever his name is, Wael worked as an insurance agent. And he would end up admitting to conspiring with Tim illegally to take out the life insurance insurance policies, so and he's the, the one that helped him do it. Fall together, yes, indeed. In October of two thousand fourteen, so literally the same month of Andre's birthday, Andre was turning—I think he was turning twenty that year. So fucked up. Tim and this piece of shit guy submitted five different life insurance applications on behalf of Andre. One of them had a $200,000 accidental death rider that would pay out if he died any other way than naturally. And an extra 50000 will be paid out if the insurer died within 10 years of the policy being opened. Mm-hmm. So Homeboy was like, oh, I need to get as much money as I can. And killed him after only two years of having the policy. Which means, Kale, this could have been a two-year plot. Oh, it was, that's what I said. It was definitely, he He had been Planning. This was his plan B if things went awry with his money. Let's be real. Him and his mother were having issues with the business. You know, she probably was threatening to kick him out. He had the the lawsuit. The lawsuit, right? So, yeah. YL also helped him file the claim after Andre's murder to get access to the funds, and we know it didn't work. So we're happy about that. That's the only good thing. At least he didn't get to live off of that money, blood money. Yeah. That would have made me sick. Sicker. <laughs> right. Rest in peace, Andre. Rest in peace, Andre. He was, come on, bro. I didn't want to talk about how young he was, because it doesn't matter what age he was. His life shouldn't have been taken that way. And the thing is, is like when I see Tim, he kind of looks like Andre. So it's like, yeah. you must be really heartless. This is your blood. Y'all kind of look alike. You helped raise him. And you were like, oh, well, this is the worst plan, but it got to go down because I need money. So let's kill my nephew. Right. Because I'm trying despite to keep up with my Joneses. Bruises. Right. Despite my own brother dying from a heinous crime and my daddy. This is heartless. This is cold. Yeah. So despite all three of his co-defendants pleading guilty, Tim and his defense attorney swore up and down that Tim had nothing to do with the murder for hire plot. buyer." Which is bubkiss, because we know that the only way these people are even connected in any way is through Tim. So, like, sir, miss me. (laughs) And the only real leg that his defense had to stand on, and I say real leg as in, like, no, lies, not real leg, peg leg, because this is just bull, was the seizure of his phone that we mentioned earlier. So the defense tried to claim that officers actually entered Tim's home and illegally took his cell phone without a warrant. Nope. Try again, because we know that Tim admitted multiple times that he had his cell phone cell phone on him, not in his house when he was arrested. So you really can't. I don't even know why they wasted their time with that. Right. And prosecution can show that even if they did take the phone, they didn't look at it until they had the search warrant. Right. But if they took the phone out of the house before they had the right to search the house, it would make whatever they found on it null and void. That's why they were trying to press that. But out of Tim's own mouth, he had his phone on him. On his person. Correct. The judge said, quote, I therefore find that the phone was seized from Mr. Norman during the search incident to arrest. And therefore there is no Fourth Amendment violation. So basically he just denied it. Now the defense could really only try to kiss the ass and make Tim look like the loving father figure that would never do anything to hurt Andre. But what did they come up with? What are some things that they brought up to make him seem like such a good father figure? Like, do you know? So Tim took the stand and testified on his own behalf. Of course he did, Kristen. of course. And he was basically saying that, oh, I was always there for my nephew. I love my nephew. I've been financially supporting him for the last 18 months since I helped him move out here to St. Louis from Texas. And mm-hmm. he claimed that he only took the life insurance policies out on Andre to help YL make some money. So he was just like trying to be a good friend and send him some business. Boy, Full of it. Cause First I'm like, of You all- could have took a policy out on Robbie. Mama Robbie. Right. Hello. You could have took a policy out on yourself, on your own kid. Hello. Right. And, and oh, you helped him out for the 18 months that he's been there. 18 months in respect to his whole life is a very short time to prove that you were there for him. Yeah, especially to bring All it up I'm to saying. a jury. Yeah. Right. Like have some if you're going to bring something up, have some real backup to back it up. Well, former employees of Sweetie Pie's even testified at the trial to the closeness of Tim and Andre's relationship, which in my opinion didn't do him really any favor favors because the prosecution had so many like cell phone records and conversations that literally proved Tim was a mastermind behind the whole thing. So them saying, oh, there was so much love or they were so close just shows how heartless he was to even go with- through with it in the first place. Right. Now, where the heck was Mama Robbie at? I don't, you know, Mama Robbie's living her own life. We're going to bring her up again in a second. And yeah. The defense okay. then switched tactics because that didn't work and started trying to discredit the co-defendants, saying that Travel was a drug addict and was actually high the day that he shot and killed Andre. And then they said Tarika only testified to get a shorter sentence. So, I mean, you have to really make up some stuff to completely exed him out like for tim to not be involved at all these people really had to come up with a plan to try to frame him and for what they had no connection to andre right and like if they have phone records showing that they called tim's phone like how can you how can you explain that away right i can't stand defenses sometimes i'm like can you at least base it on truth like uh, whatever and as if tim wasn't desperate enough he claimed that in june of 2015 Mama Robbie's home was robbed, and that $220,000 worth of cash, jewelry, and other stuff was stolen. Now, the robbery did happen. Robbie reported it to the police, but Tim believed Andre was responsible for it and apparently wasn't shy about his opinion. Oh. Mm -hmm. In fact, and this is something that prosecution shared with the court, Andre actually left the area after the burglary because he was scared that Tim was after him. There were cell phone records showing that Andre texted his grandmother claiming that he had nothing to do with the robbery and would even take a polygraph test with the police department to prove it. Yeah, Tim. So don't come out of your crack with this nonsense. (laughs) Your sloppy, fat crack. I'm sorry. That was not (laughs) nice. Wow. That gave me a visual and stinks and there's doo-doo stains. Kristen, please. This is a family show. (laughs) (laughs) Please. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Andre was like, you know, I'm cool with cooperating with the investigation, no problem. But he texted his grandmother saying, quote, Tim is after me or something. I'm not just about to be sitting in STL when I know Tim got people looking for me. Oh. So this is like, what if Tim is really just outdoing himself and really thinking that he's smarter than he is? Mm-hmm. And this was probably his initial like, means to target Andre in some way. Mm -hmm. Maybe, sister. Maybe. But I'm like, even if he was trying to frame, because let's be honest, maybe Tim stole all of the cash and the jewelry and the stuff. He was broke as a joke. Mm -hmm. So maybe he was the one that did the robbery and was trying to frame Homeboy. Mm -hmm. But But because Homeboy was out of town and wasn't trying to be up under Tim, wasn't trying to fall into that trap, Tim didn't really have the access to do it. I also think maybe Tim was going to rob Robbie, take the money, blame it on Andre, and then have Andre killed. So there wasn't really a way. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. That could have been the first little plan that he had. That didn't fall through. I feel like he had multiple plans to try to fund his life. And we're going to talk about that in a little bit. So when Andre was in town in March... He was there to take the polygraph test, which he did, and just four days later, Kristen, he was murdered. Wow, Kayla, get out of town. No pun intended. I know, right? Just terrible, horrifying, this It was a plot. Yeah. He he was spending all of his little cellulite brain power, I'm sorry, to... (laughs) You gotta stop. I gotta stop. I just don't like him. I don't like him. There's nothing wrong with his body, I just can't stand it. (laughs) I don't know him personally enough to come for anything other than his looks. Right, even though he looks like an upside down chicken drumstick. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, he looks like a mascot for a chicken joint. Okay, He (laughs) he looks like if I slapped him, he would jiggle. Oh, yeah, Chris. Ripple, ripple, ripple. Okay. No shade. Walrus. We're not body shaming. Yeah. Enough. Forgive us. We love us a thick one. Okay. Love it. So, prosecutors also presented a text message that Tim sent to one of his cousins about two months before the murder, claiming that he had just been evicted from his apartment and that he had a $91,000 monthly expense budget, Kristen. So, he needed $91,000 a month to, like, keep up with his life. Girl. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How are you getting evicted out of your apartment? Like, it's not like Tim is all the way broke. You know, he might be broke for the lifestyle that he wants. Mm Mm-hmm. But I just really just... I'm getting exactly who he is. He's a sleazeball. He's a schemer. He's trying to, like you said, live up to the Joneses and don't have no money to do that. Right. Right. And then at this time, Kristen, the show was on hiatus. So they weren't making money like that from the show. And he Mm -hmm. just was just a desperate dingleberry. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So in September of 2022, after a seven-day trial, jurors found 43-year-old James Timothy Norman guilty of all charges. And he was charged with two counts of murder for hire and wire and mail fraud charges. Bravo. Round Bra- of applause. Bravo. His attorney, Mike Leonard, released a statement saying, quote, On behalf of Mr. Norman, we're extremely surprised and disappointed in the outcome. Of course, a lot of individuals on the jury pool had extensive exposure to the show or extensive exposure to Tim and Andre. So I'm just confused. What the hell does that have to do? If they had extensive exposure to them and the relationship was so loving, don't you think they would be more inclined to be on Tim's side? Girl, I don't know who paid for these lawyers, but get your money back. Because everything that comes out of your mouth further explains why this is so horrible for Tim to have done it. It doesn't help Tim. Yeah. Yeah. It's a to me it was an open and shut case, especially with all three of his co-defendants pleading out. Doesn't I mean, yeah, good. when you have one side with all of this evidence and mm-hmm. you just have the other side with witness statements that don't really amount to anything, like we That's see who's going to win here. Yeah, we do. He was supposed to be sentenced on December 22nd, 2022, but that didn't happen. So as of right now, he is still awaiting to hear how long he will spend in prison. And hopefully it's the rest of his life. Mm. Mm -mm. In regards to the Sweetie Pie's brand and franchise, the last St. Louis location was closed down in September 22nd. So it was just days after Tim was found guilty of killing Andre. And I wonder why it shut down, though. Like, was it shutting down because there's no business? Did the trial hurt the business? Was Robbie like, I can't do this no more? It was just one of those things, I think, that tanked the business as far as, like, a murder happened with the people that were running it. Mm -hmm. So I just think, you know, for Robbie, it just didn't make sense for her to keep it open. Maybe it was just a personal decision for her. It hurt too much to, to continue. Who knows? Yeah, she lost her grandbaby and her baby. At mm-hmm. the same time. Yep. So not to mention, you know, her other son lost his life. She lost her baby daddy to murder. She lost her son to murder. Her other son is a murderer. Her <laughs> grandf- her grandchild died and her other grandchild died. Wow, this is too much. Yeah, that woman has Robbie. lost a lot. Yeah, <laughs> super, super sad. So that's our case for this week, y'all. Ooh, I know that we didn't specifically say what's his giving, but we were giving a lot <laughs> when it came to Tim. And I think it's just because he, he's disgusting. Like, not in a, oh, I I like dead bodies way, but in a way of, like, you're a betrayer. Right. You're a liar. You put money over your own blood. And blood yeah. that was close to you. I don't respect Absolutely. that. It's like he was like a son to him, and he just got rid of him because it was financially beneficial. Those are... Some of the sickest people to me, in my opinion. And that's why it's like, you are it's hard to trust family, you know, when people can do this. And they do you this all watch. the time. Yep. Yeah. And Andre stood no chance. He, the only chance he stood is if he were to never come back to St. Louis. And who's to even say that Tim wouldn't have pursued him? Because that money, rem- remember, Tim had to pay on that those policies every mm-hmm. single month to keep them functional and, and operational so that he could benefit them from them later on. So either he was going to give up his idea completely or he was going to go after him whether he was in St. Louis or not. Period. So mm-hmm. we hope, Tim, that you have a lot of warm hands on your warm buns and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you're a <laughs> comfort <laughs> woman and Yeah, I don't have (laughs) much positive to say about you. I love me a thick one, but you're a thick one I can't stand. All I got to say is, Kayla, warm buns. (laughs) Listen, whatever. Oh, God. I just know that, Tim, you shouldn't have did it. Okay? And I hope this goes down in history for one of the vilest Mm -hmm. familial... Murders Mm. in St. Louis, Missouri, and it probably won't because I know there's worse. I was about to say, I can find three more probably before I even hit stop recording, which is just so sad. But money corrupts, watch your back, be careful who you trust. If you think you may have a life insurance out on yourself, go look it up, child. Because I I even told Terrell, You're not benefiting from my death, I don't give up. If you get a life insurance policy out of me, it better be 20 grand. Enough to cover my dog on funeral. Funeral. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll live like that. Period. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. And let us know what you guys thought about this case. I know we were a little, you know, giggly and jokey. But we do... Feel horrible that Andre lost his life. Please go look at some clips from the Sweetie Pie show. They're available on YouTube. There's even a clip of Tim driving his mama Robbie literally to the scene where Andre lost his life. And he's, they're walking out there, he's being dramatic. I mean, to me, he didn't even look like he was sad. So I don't know how soon they filmed that after, but it just gave me the heaps. And yeah. I'll probably actually include that clip on Instagram or Ooh, yes. TikTok probably yes. today or tomorrow so look out for that but yeah. bye, y'all. we love you guys thank you so much don't forget to get your tickets use code CPT for 20% off at blackchewcrime.com we would love to see you guys in April and May and yeah so before we go be, be safe, safe protect, protect your, your peace and, and protect, protect your, your space, space.
1: So, so we don't, we don't have, have, to, have cover to cover your, your face case.
0: period bye bye Thanks so much for listening to the show. You can stream all of our episodes on Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And if you enjoy the show, please leave us a five-star rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even Facebook. It's the best way to help the show grow, and it's completely free. For bonus content, you can find us on Patreon. And for more information about the show, you can visit BlackTruCrime.com. See you next time.